you often hear about at federal election time, I don't think much has been said about it during the New South Wales election, this issue of homelessness. And on our program over the last year or so, I've had a number of times on the program, Chris Vag, who runs a program, Pass It On Clothing, where he has a program where good clothing that is surplus to people's requirements can be passed on through them to people who are living on the streets. And he does this a number of times a week in various parts of Sydney. And he's he knows homelessness inside out. And one thing he has said on a number of occasions is he actually goes and spends some time on the streets. He takes other people and he does it and they do it. They live rough. They sleep rough to see, first of all, what it is like Second of all, and I, from what I can understand, he does it in a very careful way, not an intrusive way. So you can have an understanding of why people are out there. Because people often say, why, why can't you just go and get a job? What, how, how, how hard can it be with our social safety net? I've agreed with Chris uh, to do this. And so from tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to spend 24 hours with him. I have to be honest with you. He sent me the program of what we're going to be doing. I'm not going to tell you exactly where we're going. But it's pretty tough. And I'm quite stressed when I look at what I'm going to be doing for 24 hours, where we're going to be trying to get somewhere to sleep through the night. And then I thought, well, it's 24 hours. At the end of it, I'll be able to go home. The people who are out there, they just start all over again. Chris is on the line with us now. Hello, Chris. Hi, John. How are you? Not bad. You've done this a lot. I know you've done it yourself. The first time you did it, did it was it an eye-opener for you? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, look, you can you can never really know what it's going to be like until you do it. I mean, lived experience, I believe, is always the best educator, and this is one hell of an experience you're about to undertake. Now, you know yourself. There are people listening to us right now saying you shouldn't have to live on the streets. We've got a social safety net. There's jobs everywhere. You should be able to clean yourself up and go and get some uh, get some Centrelink assistance and go and get a job. Uh, now, a lot of people think that. Yeah, well, the first thing I suppose is, you know, when, when you're sleeping rough, I mean, you've only, your only target is to wake up in the morning without being robbed, um, you know, assaulted or, you know, anything worse. I mean, that's sort of the first thing. Um, but again, if you've got no fixed address, it becomes problematic to be on Centrelink because they need an address. I mean, you can get around that. Um, but yes, uh, that's probably the second bit. But again, I think... You know, the ultimate thing is there's people who without homes, and I think I saw the stat that was 51,000 who are looking for social housing in this state. Um, if they need to get into social housing, they need to replace someone who's already in there. And I suppose what we're trying to do with the academy is activate people okay. in social housing who can work and, to, and you know, sort of educate them about the value of work. Okay, now your, your brain works at a million miles an hour, so you've just mentioned the Academy, which a lot of our listeners mightn't be aware of because we've done it on our show a couple of times. You've got this plan to not just help people on the streets, not just move them into uh, accommodation, but to also equip them through this Academy you want to set up where they'll get some skills and they'll then be able to then go from streets to accommodation to a job. Now, and give them, and it sounds logical. And the way you're talking about it to me, like you're cutting a lot of the red tape out and doing it in a very simple way. Um, yeah, John. I mean, I think that's the space. You can, if you do simple well in this space, um, you get a lot. Of, you have a lot of impact and you make a lot of change. So, I mean, essentially, the plan is we're targeting 25 to 45 year olds, male, female, ten at a time. In the hundred days, uh, they will come and live in our academy, um, residential. They will go off and work in the day. So, it'll be workplace training. 
in the afternoon we will teach them how to cook, how to shop. So all those life skills I suppose you miss. And at the end of it, those 10 people will go into private accommodation and private employment with a mentor. Is that accommodation going to be available? Because it's hard to get a place to live these days. Well, you've also got the flexibility of being able to move then because you've got skills, right? Yep, yep. So yep. That, that's sort of the basis. I think you will because, I mean, look, pubs and all that will have staff on there and I think it's a really good way to get and engage your own staff there already with some perspective, etc. Um, so I don't think that will be too much of a problem, to be honest, but look, we'll jump that bridge when we come to it. But essentially then the place in public housing will be available for someone without yeah. it and we'll start chipping away at that list. And you've got employers and mentors and others who are willing to come in and do all this work for you and provide this, this pathway. We're pretty much ready to go. So You just need a building, is that right? You just need a building. building. We'll fit it out. We'll get it fit out. Yep. And it's okay. already you know, sort of like that. That's great. But if not, we'll get it fit out. And then we just get people activated because I think that's the, that's the big thing. If we don't activate those people now who aren't, I mean, what's going to happen, you know, in 20, okay. 30, 40 years? All right. Let's talk more about this next week. I just wanted our listeners to know what's going to happen. So um, I'm going to go and do this with you. Uh, we, it's it's very low key. We're not going to be going around with you know, flashing lights and the like. And But we'll, we'll try as, as best we can to record what we do. Uh, and so people can have an idea of what happens and what it's like. And I can give them my impression of what a lot of these people are going through. The other thing people are asking is, well, the people who live on the streets, do they really want to do what you've just described? Well, essentially, we're looking to stabilise them first by putting them into housing. But, you know, we've already had people on the street talk to us about your academy, your academy. They watch our social. I mean, they're on board with what we always try and do. I mean, we, you know, we've got a great relationship with them. And I think, look, in the end, what are we going to do if we don't try? I mean, what we just sit there and, you know, it continues to grow that... Um, job seeker list, uh, the new start list, and then in the end, you know, yep. um, we've got people who could work and we haven't activated them. Yep. Do you reckon I'm going to be surprised by some of the things I see? I think, well, it depends what your expectation is, John, but I think you'll be, I think all you want to do is just break that stigma of someone who says, I know we've had calls about it before when we've talked, is, you know, get up and get a job, et cetera, et cetera. I think when people realise how hard it is, like, I think they'd have a lot more respect for people. And as I said, look, Unless we talk to people, we can't help them. So, again, I know plenty of your listeners have heard that story before where I encourage people just to turn to someone, introduce themselves, even if they've got nothing to give them, and just say, hey, I hope you're going okay today, uh, because that is current, that is value for someone who you know, is sitting there looking for help because 10,000 people have already walked by. So I hope, I hope we give enough confidence to people who are listening now to do that, um, and then if we can create some you know, social cohesion amongst us all, I think we're a better chance of actually fixing this. All right, just just to, before we go, uh, Bruce has sent me a text. The last time he's walked down Macquarie Street, this is in the city near Parliament House, and in fact the Reserve Bank's across the other side of the road there uh, at uh, Martin Place. He said there was a person sleeping in a bus shelter just outside the Parliament, opposite the Reserve Bank building, a classic case of the haves and have-nots. That person there, um, they'd live in that bus shelter for the night, but they've they've hunted around, have they, for somewhere that's going to give them at least some break from the wind and from uh, the elements. Is that right? Yeah, and I think also because it's light there. I mean, we service there in that block there between Macquarie and Phillips, so it's light as well, which is safe, right? I mean, most people who sleep rough either sleep, and I won't say where they sleep, but a lot of them sleep in the day, John, because it's safer, and they'll stay up at night. And um, that's just one of the realities of that. Because if I went and slept in a bus shelter in the middle of the city at night, I'd be very nervous because you, I mean, you think, well, who's around here? What's going to happen to me? Safety. It's very well lit up there as well. I think there's security around Parliament um, and a hospital up that's there. That's why so they that's go there. Why. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, look, you just mate, you just try and find somewhere out of the wind, out of the, out of the cold, and just try and find something, you know, where you can be reasonably safe and try and get a few hours shut eye. All right, and that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow, is it? Well, John, I'm not going to tell you what you're doing. Okay, good. All right, you've given me an outline which I find very confronting, I have to say, but we'll uh, we'll give people a report no, no, on I Monday. All right. And I hope the bed, and I hope the TV, and I hope the couch feel a lot better. Uh, on Saturday night, and I'm pretty sure they will. Okay, mate. All right, good on you. Thank you for that, and we'll t- I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll give our listeners a report on Monday. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much, John. Cheers. Chris Vag, look, he's on social media, Facebook. He's got a lot of uh, of different... Uh, the, the, his, his Facebook page is Pass It On Clothing, are probably the best place to see all the information about what he does. Uh, but there's another person here saying uh, people sleep in the train station at Martin Place. They sleep right near the escalator. And it was interesting just hearing him say, because he talks to these people all the time, uh, why they pick where they go, uh, because it's to do with... A lot of it's to do with their own safety, uh, and if you think it through, putting your head down, going to sleep on a uh, just on a bench somewhere in the middle of town, I'd be terrified. I'd be very scared.